I have to begin this evening by getting something off my chest that drives me a little further insane every time I hear it, and I have enough mental health issues all by myself, thank you very much. The right-wing media silo of usual suspects. I speak of Fox News, talk radio, and half the fucking internet. Always seems to resort to the same insult aimed at anyone whoever has the balls to, aghast, even slightly disagree with them. And that insult is the word snowflake. The popular definition of a, quote, snowflake on Urban Dictionary is a term used to describe extremist liberals that get offended by every statement and or belief that doesn't exactly match their own. These individuals think they are just as unique as snowflakes when really their feelings are just as fragile. Millennial snowflakes, Democrat snowflakes, and don't forget the fucking mainstream media snowflakes. A generation of snowflakes. A country of snowflakes. An entire fucking planet of snowflakes. But this hypocrisy is so thick, ripe, and leafy. I could put it in my bong and smoke it and stay high for fucking years on this nonsense. Look no further than the right-wing hate machine's blood-curdling venom directed at Mitt Romney. All group thinkers that don't have one ounce of Mitt's courage, even if they do disagree with him. Donald Trump Jr. called Mitt Romney a pussy on Instagram. So brave. Lou Dobbs called Romney Judas, Brutus, and Benedict Arnold. So bold. But who's the real traitor here, Lou? And the apparently inbred Texas congressman, Louie I shit in my cowboy hat Gomert, wore a quit mitt button on the Sean Hannity show. So courageous. But without a doubt, the most valuable sycophant award goes to former White House foreign policy advisor, and now of course radio host, the good doctor himself, Dr. Sebastian fucking Gorka, who renounced Mitt Romney as, quote, a skirt-wearing, little pajama boy, millennial snowflake. All class, Dr. Gorka. All class. And I think those responses explicitly expose who the real snowflakes are. And I could go on for pages and pages before getting to the low-hanging fruit of simpletons like the Greg Gutfeld in Dan Bongino ilk. And just in case you're wondering where Dr. Sebastian Gorka got his doctorate to espouse such knowledgeable and in-depth political analysis, that is, of course, the University of Minnesota Duluth Halloween store located just slightly off campus. I'd say the whole merry band of them could buy snowflake costumes there, but seriously, what would be the fucking point? What up, Fish Me? 
My extra-dimensional musical best friend, your musical genius, you, over there, Fishby. In the fishbowl tonight, what happens when good intentions meet a crossbow? Where's the first place you would go if you had a time machine? And Fish B has a special surprise for Bob. R really, Fish B? I know what I'm being set up. We've done this show for too long, Midu. I know what I'm being set up. And again, this is clearly a setup. Fish B has a special surprise for Bob. I'm sure. I'm sure. Hot lead, Fish B. Hot lead, as always. All we're trying to do over there, Fish B, all we're trying to do is make our friends smile and make them think that is the mission. I don't know why you have to... Anyways, let us begin the only way we know how with question one. Did you watch Trump's impeachment celebration event at the White House? Yes. Yes, I did. And I think I speak for the group when I say... What was that? The doors are closed. It's in the East Room, which is like the most formal room in the White House. And then the doors open and it's Trump in the hallway. The DJ fires up Hail to the Chief. It's dun 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 dun. 62 minutes. 62 minutes. At one point, Trump on live television, does manage to sneak in the word bullshit, real uh, presidential, real East Roomy of you. And he had roadblock coverage, too, for these 62 minutes. Roadblock coverage means that all the networks, except for Fox, but all the networks have preempted what they're usually doing and aired all 62 minutes live. CBS, ABC, NBC, plus CNN, Fox News, and of course, MSNBC. Roadblock coverage of 62 minutes. And there was nothing. There was nothing to it. Like, the Oscars are on Sunday. We just had the Grammys. And we all know the worst award acceptance speeches are the one where the recipient just gets up there and, and doesn't tell a story, doesn't say anything inspiring, just goes through a litany of a list and, and just, just, just thanks their team. And just thanks their team. And that's basically all the president did, just one by one. Just, just each attorney and each, each, each congressman or woman, it was, it, was, it was bizarre. And then that was sprinkled in with, you know, just some time to air the typical presidential grievances. He went off on Jim Comey the FBI in general. Uh, he managed to sneak in Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, Hunter Biden. It sounded like we were eavesdropping for portions of it, like on a late night phone call between him and Rudy Giuliani. It was fucking bizarre. Well, the most bizarre part of the whole thing. He told Louisiana Congressman Steve Scalise, and remember uh, uh, Scalise of uh, uh, the tragedy, and, and thank God he lived, but at the uh, practice for the uh, congressional baseball game, there, there was the shooting, and Steve Scalise was shot and almost died. He told Steve Scalise that he actually got better looking after he was shot. 
Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Better looking after he got shot. What did he have, President Trump? Did he have that just shot glow? Is, is that a thing? Is that a thing? Will Kylie market that just shot glow? Like, what the fuck? The whole thing was just, it was bizarre. It was bizarre. It was bizarre. What's next, fish me? So do we know actually who won the Iowa caucuses yet? Well... Maybe. We might know who won the Iowa caucuses finally, like four days later. Uh, Bernie did decide earlier today to declare outright victory. Outright victory for Bernie. But at 6.17 p.m., I got the breaking news push alert from CNN, communist, that Mayor Pete holds on to a narrow lead with finally 100% of the precincts reporting. So maybe we have a winner because now the very embarrassed head of the DNC, the Democratic National Committee, Tom Perez, is maybe ordering. Can he order something on Twitter? Uh, he's maybe ordering a re-canvas of the entire state of Iowa. What fish be? What, what's the difference between a, a re-canvas and a recount? Who, uh... Difference between a re-canvas and a recount. In a caucus, not much, honestly, but rather like a recount, you go back and you count the individual votes. I believe in a in a re-canvas, basically each precinct has to recertify that their totals are correct and then resubmit them to the Democratic Party. I believe that's the that's the difference. What's next? What's the most messed up news story you read today? The most mess. I mean, I consume an unhealthy amount of news on a daily basis. Very informed. The most messed up story? Oh, there was, uh, there was this man in Massachusetts that was attempting to save his neighbor from a vicious dog attack. So he busted out his crossbow because grab the crossbow. My neighbor's being attacked by a dog. Grab the crossbow and accidentally hit and killed his neighbor instead of the dog. That's uh, that's bad. That's, that's just a tragedy all the way around. Apparently it was a, it was a total accident. He was indeed acting as a good Samaritan. Prosecutors say he won't be charged, but that's a, that, I mean, that's a messed up story. That's the most messed up story I read today. What's the first thing you would do if you invented a time machine? What? That's, that's, that's a good question for all of us. What, what is the first thing you would do if you invented a time machine? Now, I'm tempted to say, I am, I am very, very tempted 
to say I, I, I would just go back just, just, just a few years ago and do everything I could to be an extra on the movie Spring Breakers. I'd love to be an extra on the movie Spring Breakers in hindsight, but that seems like a, like a real waste of a perfectly good time machine. What would I, honestly, here's exactly what I would do, because, because I am so curious about uh, Christianity, I suppose. But well, it's 2020, so I would go back 2,021 years and follow this Jesus character very, very closely. So to finally determine, like, like, well, like how much of that story is real? A lot of it? Barely any of it? None of it? Like, aren't you kind of curious? Like, that's, that's probably what I would do. Just, just one place. That's that's what I would do. I would I would go back and and follow that Jesus character. That then I would hang out by the cave and see if the rock moves and obviously befriend Mary Magdalene. She seems like my kind of girl. So, what's next, Fishby? Are you sure you can't think of a more befitting Valentine's Day gift than thirty ounces of cheese in a can? And P.S., turn the question over. Surprise, it's me, Fish B. Would you be my Valentine if I got you a sophisticated anal toy? Like, come on, Fish B. Like, what? I don't, I don't know what to do with that. I, I, I have no fucking clue what I'm supposed to do with this. So I'm just, I'm just going to ignore that you said that. Am I, am I sure that a more befitting Valentine's gift than 30 ounces of cheese in a can? I am, I'm not 100% positive. I'm not currently romantically linked, as you might guess. Uh, I mean, it's not, it's not just 30 ounces of any cheese in a can. We're talking about cougar gold white Sharp cheddar from the Washington State University Creamery, $54.79, Amazon Prime, it could be yours. If that doesn't float your romantic boat, if that doesn't uh, get the juices flowing, hot pepper, natural cheddar, say I love you with the gift of cheese. Everyone's getting laid, we got cheese. What's next? What do you do... When you get writer's block, what do I do when I get writer's block? Actually, um, because I, I think a lot of uh, a lot of, a lot of artsy people uh, listen to the show and a lot of college students, um, you know, we're gonna uh, let's put that back in the fishbowl for tomorrow. That's a that's our big tease for manana. We will we will get to that because there are there are some actually very like logical and practical things you can do. Um, yesterday I changed my clothes. That wasn't one of them, but it's just uh, one of the things I did. What's next, Fishby? What are you currently obsessed with? Currently obsessed? I mean, obsessed is a very powerful word. I mean, obsessed means something, and we care about words. Uh, currently obsessed with? Like, other than how juvenile Fish B is at this point? Actually, I'm not even obsessed with that. Who cares? Ah. Uh, not to sound selfish and make it about me, but I'm about to do that. Like, right now, I am 
never been more focused and obsessed with, remember a couple weeks ago, and we talked about that Buddhist expression I learned that the difference between heaven and earth is an eighth of an inch. And so I'm constantly focusing my energy on, on, on any aspect of my life and, and my personal self that how can I make things 1% better? Just 1% better here and 1% better there. And before you know it, you're, you know, you're 5% better. That makes a big difference over the course of one's life. That's why I'm, I'm exercising every single day. And, and that's hard a lot of these days. People that know me well know that some days that I am just absolutely in excruciating, debilitating pain. But still, I'm exercising every day, even if it's not much exercise. Eat clean. I'm writing every day, no drinking, no girls, which is pretty easy. Uh, one book per weekend instead of going out and doing dumb shit. I'm taking all my meds at the exact same time every day, etc. So that's what I'm obsessed with. And oh, there's Isaiah's music, which means we've arrived at our final question, which as always comes for our nine-year-old executive producer, Isaiah the Tiny Player. And tonight Isaiah writes... What's your dream job for me when I grow up? What's my dream job for my nine-year-old son? You know, I uh, I have I have living proof that I've, that I've had sex at least three times. I have, I have three kids, and you know, I don't I don't have a, a, a vision or a specific dream or a career path that I that I would insist that they they go down like as if at some point he's going to outgrow executive producer of this podcast. I mean, I guess he's I guess he's dreaming big. The dream job for when he grows up. To me the most important thing is that I instill my kids with 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 enough enough confidence to not be afraid to get out there in the world and try big things. And if you fail big and you fail boldly, so what? And you pick yourself up and you dust yourself off and you, you go try another bold thing. Or you, you know, you find something that truly, truly, truly uh, makes, it, make, make, makes the young man happy. That would, uh, that would be the dream job. Thank you, Isaiah. And now, of course, it is time for the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego and the finale. Kick it, Fishby. Bernie Sanders raised $25 million in January, and that's more than any other Democratic candidate raised all last quarter. Water faucets in a town in India are gushing booze instead of water, and I don't understand why they're complaining. It sounds like they've finally reached nirvana. State of the Union ratings were down 21% from last year, and that must really bother our reality show president. State lawmakers in Utah are trying to write a new law allowing them to recall, essentially fire, their U.S. senators over the audacity of Mitt Romney. And just when I thought Utah was turning the corner into this century. And don't call them snowflakes. That's a very mature and measured response. Original Queer Eye and current RuPaul Drag Race judge and superstar, the beloved Carson Kressley, is rescinding his offer to sublet to Prince Harry and Duchess Meghan. And I'm very confused. 
The jailed and disgraced Bill Cosby went after CBS Morning News and Oprah bestie Gail King on Twitter for the Lisa Leslie Kobe interview, and they have Twitter in jail? And I'm even more confused now, but at least that's good news for the president, Twitter in jail. And lastly, congratulations to Finley, the golden retriever on a new world record. Finley fetched six tennis balls and returned all six balls in his mouth simultaneously. And if you're expecting a tasteless joke here, you'd be wrong. And I love golden retrievers. They'll seriously play fetch all day. And no one's ever met a mean one. They're the lovingest dogs. And they're the most precisely named dog breed of all time. They're golden and they retrieve. They are golden retrievers. Perfect. Remember, I don't like. I don't know what. What does a labradoodle do? I don't. I don't. I don't know. But I know what a golden retriever does. That's right. That's right. Well, thank you, my friends. We'll be back tomorrow. We will uh, tackle the news, and we'll get to uh, your question about writer's block. Uh, I'm easy to find on social media. So is Fish B at Bob Van... Uh, excuse me. You see, I'm not comfortable with social media. At Bob Van Dyne or, uh, or at Bob's Fishbowl. Check out bobsfishbowl.com if you marijuana. Till... Marijuana, see, I was fucking myself up with a rhyme here. Marijuana, and then I was going to say till manana, and then I'm like, well, that's, I'm not trying to write poetry here. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to rap. <laughs> till manana. Say adios, fish bait.